0: Happy Halloween or Happy Fall Harvest, Happy October, Happy Spooktober, whatever you want to call it, and welcome to our 2018 Halloween special for Realms and Nerds. It's actually just part one of our Halloween special. Uh we're gonna have the second part out to you next week, so be looking out for that. Just a few quick things before we get into the episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to keep updated with new episodes as they come out. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, and most third-party podcasting apps. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and we have both a Facebook page and a Facebook fan group. If you make a post online about the show, don't forget to include the hashtag RealmsNerds, all one-word RealmsNerds. Don't forget to share the show with your friends, your loved ones, your enemies, your dog, whomever you think might like the show. We really appreciate it. Once again, thank you to our friend Kyle for composing our main introductory theme to our show. Thank you, listener, for taking the time to listen to our podcast. We really appreciate you. Now, I've talked enough.
1: Welcome, foolhardy listeners, Welcome. to Realms, Realms and Realms Nerds. And I, am host, I am your host, your Pod, pod Ghost host. host. <laughs> There's no escaping now. Brace your mortal selves in as we undergo our tour into this haunted realm of the wolf's pack ghost hunt. <laughs>
2: Since you guys are starting at level ten, and it would take us a long time to go through everything, I don't need to know all of what you have and uh-huh. what you can use and stuff like that. Wouldn't and tell you that anyway. Just give me, give me like the basics: name, class, etc.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Lawn front teeth walks on the scene as a rogue level ten. He is clearly a human from his features and nothing standing out around him. He is a chaotic evil alignment and speaks with a heavy lisp. Okay. Uh,
0: Driv Hellsbane. He is a level 10 druid, also human. Lawful Neutral was a researcher sage. He's into the supernatural.
4: Uh, That's about all I got. All right. And mine is Zen Darkstalker. Um, she's a ranger level 10, she's chaotic neutral, and, yeah, she's obviously human. Okay.
2: So now in this season of, uh, spookiness and darkness, we are going to descend into a story that takes place a long, long time ago, long before the heroes of our story ever, uh, came onto the scene, uh, long before any of them were even born, actually. So we are going to go way into the past here. So the three of you are all siblings and you all are from uh Wolfshold. So oh, 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 oh. Solid.
3: what does Wolfshold look like during this time period? Is it are we talking Stone Age? Are we talking Iron Age?
2: Um but well, this is a like I said, this is a long, long time ago. Um The town of Wolf's Hold currently is... It is similar, but at the same time, different than what you've seen. The Wolf's Hold of present day of our story... Is still very much a town that has kind of hung on to its ancestral roots. So you see in this town, um, the walls are a little bit thicker built maybe a little bit higher than they are currently. There's a little bit more of a military presence. This is a a period of intense turmoil, and the city kind of reflects that. There's a lot more... Where,
3: fortification?
2: There, yes, there's a lot more fortification. There's a lot more sort of preparedness of the area. There's way more guards patrolling. Um, this kind of is... Like I said when we uh when our our main campaign heroes visited Wolfs Hold that it sort of looks like a city. It at that time period it looks like a city that could have been fortified easily if the city so desired. At this point it is a city that is fortified, probably like the textbook definition of a mountain keep. It is locked in Nobody really is going to get in without some serious confrontations. Uh, So, as is tradition in Wolf's Hold, um, the naming of last names is done not so much off of family names, but off of the accomplishments, or lack thereof, of the individual. And so, uh, the three of you have devoted your lives to different fields of study, and, um, kind of your your names and your sort of backgrounds reflect that. However, as uh, turmoil has increased in the city, you have all uh, come back... You actually came back to the city uh, many years ago after kind of going out and sort of learning your... Uh, I guess I should say, did, did all of you go out or did some of you stay in the city?
4: Oh, Zen's a ranger. She went out. She's more of a wild person. She keeps... Um, civilization safe from monstrosities and monsters from the wildlands.
2: Okay, so I think we'd say Zem maybe used Wolf's Hold as a home base, but she was not there very often throughout, you know, once she kind of became an adult, she was there maybe once or twice a year just to kind of check in and get some supplies, but mostly has spent her time out in the wilds. Lon is,
3: um, rumored to have passed away on a far battlefield or rather materialized out of thin air. He has spent a great deal of time away from home.
0: Okay. Driv is kinda of the homebody. He's been pretty reclusive, being that he spent a lot of time studying. Okay. But he's he's been in Wolf Sold like his whole life, never really left.
2: Okay. So there's been uh, some trouble brewing. This has been going on for uh, years now that kind of conflicts have been kicking up all around the place. So I think it's been... Uh, it's actually been quite some time, probably seven or eight years since you've all come back and uh, gotten together. And the three of you, although somewhat kind of an unlikely pairing given your the trio's sort of diverse skill set, you've... uh kind of reunited as siblings and sort of become a very formidable fighting force. Um, in fact, uh, the citizens of Wolfhold have now come to call you the Wolfpack, as the three of you sort of roam the area around uh, Wolfshold and keep it safe from the various threats that would uh, attack the city. And so when we pick up with the three of you, you are now actually returning home after one of these excursions, uh, you've been out fighting against a roving band of skeletons that was near the city, and now you are heading home.
4: I just gotta say, guys, if I ever see any skeletons ever again, I'm gonna knock my arrows and shoot them so fucking fast, none of you are even gonna have a chance,
3: okay? Wallen is air drumming with, uh, two femurs. What was that? What was that, Zem? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over my awesomeness. Well, gang, if I've said it once, I've said
0: it a billion times, I am fairly certain that dark spirits are behind this whole ordeal. Oh, shut up, you conspiracy theorist. It's not conspiracy. I devoted my life to studying this. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, you're a bookworm. And suddenly, uh, from the thick forest off to your left, you hear uh, the heavy thud of approaching footsteps. Do you
4: think it's more skeletons?
2: Well, if it is, they're going to get an eye full of arrows. Before you uh, really have a chance to get yourselves prepared, a massive shape uh, just emerges from the forest and gives out a loud, blood-curdling roar, and uh, this is an ogre, but it's not like an ogre you've seen before. This thing has sort of like, almost looks like it's starting to decay. It has dead skin falling off of it. Wait,
3: guys, guys, let's see if it's friendly first. Knock yourself out. She says. I
0: don't think it is. Like I said, I'm pretty sure that the dark spirits have been behind this.
3: Yeah, why don't you take, uh, why don't you take point on this one?
0: Alright, I mean, I don't typically take point. You kind of have me around to make sure nothing happens, but I can do that.
2: And, uh, he's actually gonna take an attack of opportunity, because you're all just standing around talking <laughs> while he charges at
4: you. <laughs> Some wolf pack we are.
2: Okay, so I think he's actually, uh, he's gonna charge forward, and he's oh, gonna sorry. take a a swing at Driv. Oh, Nat that's 20. a nat 20, <laughs> uh, plus a, six, a 26. No, that's, that's not going to
0: hit at all. 26? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. Not okay. with my AC of 11.
2: Yeah, that's what <laughs> I thought. So that's eight points of bludgeoning damage as this large undead ogre swings his uh, morning star at you and just smacks you. Yeah, right I'm pretty sure it's... <laughs> oh! Good guys! Okay, so then we're going to have some initiative now. Six. Four. Eleven. Okay, so, uh, Zem is gonna be up first. I'm
4: sorry, Ogre, but the only person who can smack around my siblings would be me. With my short swords, I'm going to attack him. And I have extra attack, so I'm going to do it twice. First sword is 12 against AC.
2: Yeah, that hits. Okay.
4: Second sword is 20 against AC. Yep. Third sword is 13 against AC. And fourth sword is a critical fail.
2: Okay. Wait, well, you get to attack with each sword twice? I have two
4: swords, so I get to attack with each one. The second sword, I have extra attack, so I take my first attack action, which is with two swords, and then I take a second attack action with two swords. And the okay. second sword for each attack does not get my damage bonus.
2: Okay, but so you do it Okay, I got you.
4: Right. So three of those then hit. So the yep. first two and then... I just did 24
2: points of damage with my sword. 24 sword. points of damage. Okay. So you uh, you run up and with a flurry of blows with your sword, you put several uh, cuts into the uh, stomach area of this ogre. But he doesn't really seem to notice, actually, that much. Uh, Lawn is going to be up next.
3: Lan is going to whip out his rapier and uh, short sword, and he makes a dash forward. That's a 27. That'll hit. So that, well, that first attempt is 14. Then the next one was an 11.
2: That's also going to hit.
3: That's 7.
2: So that's another 1. Okay, you're at 22 there, total? Yeah. So you uh you plunge your uh, short sword into the side of this ogre and then also give him a long gash along uh his chest with the rapier <laughs> and uh, then pull back a little bit and he is uh, he's not looking great and next up is going to be Driv.
0: Driv is going to take out a scimitar and then attack the ogre. So that's six vac. Uh, that's not going to hit. Okay, well, as a bonus action,
4: he's gonna pull out Flame Blade, and see if he can do any better. Bringing it into your hand is the bonus action. Attacking with it is an action. Oh, attacking with sack? Yeah, what well, you should have done is cast that first and then attack with that and the short sword, or the scimitar. <laughs>
2: okay, so Driv uh, uses his sword that he has in his hand and misses, and then summons a giant flaming sword into his hand. <laughs> and then just stands there, <laughs> holding it, screaming like Goku. Uh, the ogre is up next. I think he's going to try and make an attack on Zem here. Uh, that is a 19 versus AC. Oh, yeah. That's okay. kinda... He's attacking Zem. Oh. Uh, so it's gonna be eleven points of damage right. as he uh smacks you with this morning star club. Uh, and we're back up to the top. It's gonna be Zem again. Zem is
4: once again going to attack with her short swords. Okay. Critical fail. Okay. Um, twenty-two. Yep. Uh, twenty-one. Yep. What the fucking short swords do you have?
2: I get an extra attack. We too. just covered this last attack. I was looking at my spells, okay. Uh, those, Yeah, those all three are going to hit. So you get to add a bonus to one of those, and then yeah. the other two. Yeah, I know. Uh, ten damage. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you dash forward again and hit this ogre with another flurry of blows, and... Uh, He uh, he takes a little bit of damage, but he still uh, doesn't. He doesn't look nearly as affected as you were last time. Uh, Lawn is up now.
3: Lawn is going to repeat his attack, but this time changing his angle, kind of approaching from the rear. Fourteen. That'll hit. Okay, and twenty-seven.
2: That's fourteen. So twenty-five points of damage. Okay, so you, uh, you come at this ogre, and again, you get him with, uh, this double combo, and he is looking really rough. Uh, barely still on his feet.
0: Drib, you are up. Drib is gonna wombo-combo this, use, uh, the scimitar and the, uh, flame blade. Is he even overjoyed? Ha ha! Ha ha! Eleven versus AC. That'll hit. And then the second one is 7 versus AC. That is not going to hit. So that's going to be 3d6 fire damage. Oh, it also emits a bright light in 10-foot radius and a dim light for an additional 10 feet.
2: 9 fire damage. So you, uh, you swig this. Uh, ethereal, fiery sword forward and uh, cut into the uh, the front of this ogre, just carving a big slice through the front of his chest, and he uh, drops to the ground dead.
1: I did it. Did you see that, gang. I did it. Wond is wiping
0: off his swords. He's still holding the flame blade and swinging it around while he's shouting for joy. Yeah, we
4: don't need you to set the forest on fire. You know
2: how stupid someone would have to be to do that?
4: Yeah, that
0: would be pretty stupid, huh? And he lets go and it disappears.
2: So I think that you guys, uh, after a little bit of discussion, decide uh, that you are going to go back into town and report what you've seen here. So part of what makes this so disturbing is you're actually not very far away from Wolfshold. It's just like a less than an hour's walk out, and uh, you kind of hurry along and make it back to the city very quickly. Just as you're coming through the front gate, a figure dressed in, uh, this is a, a, hu- a human male, he's dressed in uh, some fairly nice-looking clothes, stops you, and he said, Hello, what news do you have? And this is uh Governor Gill. Hey, there's a big dead ogre. He was, like, half-dead when we found him,
3: and, like, we kind of put him down.
4: Yeah, a he... half-dead ogre? Well, he was kind He's... of rotting when he came on us, so you gotta assume he wasn't fully
2: alive. This is most disturbing. Did you see anything else? We were kind of wondering if he lumbered past town. Did you see that? I... I did not see this ogre you speak of. However, things have been getting very unnerving around here. I know that the three of you have been gone for a couple of months now out on that mission to take down the skeleton horde, but uh, it's it's gotten bad around here. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. I don't need to uh, to keep up a brave face in front of the three of you. It's It's gotten pretty messy, and... I don't know what the city can do. I don't know if we can hold out much longer against these threats without some kind of an intervention.
0: Oh, I'm not surprised. I mean, all signs seem to point towards the dark spirits pushing this darkness out across
3: the land. Can I do a stealth check? Disappear. <laughs>
2: okay, sure, do a stealth check. That's an eleven. Okay, no, you're standing in the middle of a well-lighted courtyard talking to someone. You do not just disappear. Does he look,
0: does he try to, like...
2: I think that maybe you, like, like, kind of swirl your cro- cloak around you and everybody looks at you, but, uh, you don't disappear.
4: What are you doing? We're having a serious conversation right now.
2: Sorry, I was
3: just checking my cloak for some scene cares.
2: Ugh. So, uh, you do that a lot, it seems. So, so, uh, so Gov- Governor Gill says, "Yes, Driv, I'm, uh, I'm inclined to agree with you. I think that there are some dark forces at work." You actually believe his baloney
4: story about dark spirits?
2: The- there's got to be something going on here, that in the supernatural. I suppose. Anyways, uh, go and talk to your father. He was expecting you back soon, and, uh, I'm sure he'd love to talk to you. We do that. Okay. so <laughs> we go talk <laughs> so to three of your you old go. dad. So, um, you, uh, you have a family home that is, uh, actually fairly near the center of town. Um, your family is well-respected. Uh, not only are you three the, uh, known throughout the city as the Wolfpack, sort of the heroes of the city, and actually, given your fame, I think you actually maybe have to stop and, uh, Talk to a few people along the way. They sign a few autographs. Talk, yeah, you know, sign a few <laughs> autographs, shake a few hands. They just, you know, people want to hear news about this uh, skeleton horde that you just took down. So you uh, you make it to the center of town and uh, to your home. And so not not only are the three of you heroes in your own right, your father is also the captain of the guard in Wolf's Hold. Uh his name is Dieter. Dieter? D'E-E-D-E-R. Yeah. Like no, D E T E R. Deter, D-ter, okay. Dieter. Michigan so, <laughs> accent. <D-ter>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <has> deter. Deter. <laughs> I like it. This is a fantasy land. They have different uh naming Can they just have they have different pronunciation conventions. <laughs> Anyways, so uh you uh you enter your home and uh you actually um, run into your father, who has just gotten home from uh, a day out in doing his job, but uh, you know with the troops and whatever. So he is a an older man. He's probably uh, into his mid fifties at this point, but still very strong and well built. Um, he's got a a big beard that's starting to grow, go fairly gray at this point but definitely does not look like the kind of guy that you would want to mess with, even in his sort of older age here. The old man's still got it, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Captain of the Guard is definitely not a ceremonial title. So, uh, is Mom around, or so is... Or
3: is it, is it, like, the belly dancer, like, the old man got game, or...
2: Yeah, ah, yes, ah, ma- ah. Mom is around, but uh, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, so as you th- three come in the door, he says,
1: Hello, my
2: children! Your mission was successful, I take it? I mean, we got back alive,
4: so, sure. It was Awesome, hunting down those skeletons. Oh, I'll always remember that. Indeed, indeed. If I was a younger man,
0: I would have come with you myself. All I know is that the dark forces are definitely
3: at work. <sighs> Lawn straightens his posture. Suddenly, a small change comes over him, and he says, "Yeah, it seems like uh, it wasn't too much of a problem out there."
4: What happened to your voice? You always have some kind of a lisp going on. What? What are you doing? Except when he's around Dad, you notice that? Yeah, I have kind of noticed that. What is up with that?
3: Well, gotta change the public image. Keep out of the public eye.
4: So what, your public image is some stupid nerd or something? What?
3: I can't be letting
4: him think that I'm cool.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you're not cool. (laughs) His deep, dark secret, he's cool. Come now, come now. You all shouldn't be fighting like this. It's time to celebrate. Let's uh let's go in and tell your mother and we'll uh we'll whip up some food for dinner. Sounds good. So uh yeah so you head you head inside and uh meet your uh, meet your mother and to answer uh, Bronson's question from before uh your dad does in fact have game. <laughs> your so your your mom um was actually they sort of broke the rules to do this because you're not supposed to be able to do this but she's actually the was the four time uh reigning champion of the Miss Wolf's Hold competition back when back when she was oh, a little bit younger damn this son. include combat so like she's like so, the fourth
4: time was last year she's
2: a we, bad bitch we, we we want we want uh, get it up but anyways yeah so she is uh uh, he he definitely is uh, the the man I guess. <laughs> so you go in and uh, mom says, uh, "Well,
4: hello! It's so nice to see all of you home again." Hi, mom. How you been? How oh, you? good, very good, very good. Shall I put a stew on?
3: Surprised you don't already. What's the word?
2: Bird. <laughs> 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 we we're we're having turkey stew, so bird is the word.
0: <laughs> It sounds and smells delicious, Mother.
2: Yeah, so you guys have uh, have dinner with your parents, and uh, afterwards, uh, the three of you go into this area that is sort of half of it. Sort of is your father's study, but then it's also kind of half, sort of a kind of a sitting room. There's some comfortable chairs, a nice roaring fire. It's sort of in a like sort of a semi-private area off of the main dining room. Uh, So the three of you kind of go in there, and you're lounging in uh, some chairs, and then your, your father comes in, and he's actually looking somewhat more somber than he did before. I have something that I need the three of you to look into. Several of the townsfolk have reported seeing... I hesitate to use the word, but I'll say what they said. Ghosts. I knew it!
4: I knew it! Oh, Ha weird.
2: <laughs> they, they, they say there's some kind of a spirit going on here, and uh, look, I, I don't put a whole lot of stock in this, but I mean, hey, if the famous wolf pack goes around and investigates it, maybe they'll leave me alone. <laughs> Will you guys just go out and take a look around?
0: Father, I just need you to say one thing, and you know you know exactly what that
4: is.
2: <sighs> Drive you you may possibly in the smallest possible capacity have been right.
0: Thank you, Father. But probably not. Oh. That's good enough for me. My life has now fulfilled
2: Let's go God, a a ghost reason. hunting. There's a reason my lawn was always my favorite son. <laughs> I mean, what? Jim <laughs> didn't even
0: hear that. He's, he's freaking back in the kitchen, gra- <laughs> opened up the uh, the vase that holds like umbrellas and stuff, grabs us ghost hunting net and gear. and is out the door. Grabbing the salt. <laughs> 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 grabbing the
3: wooden stakes Grabbing the but ghost unfortunately, that. <laughs> he grabbed the table salt Instead of the purified
2: salt
4: <laughs> <always just> like... <laughs> So
2: So uh, are you guys gonna like get some more information, or are you guys just gonna wander around the town?
4: Um, I'll wander around the town. <laughs> he can wander around the town. <laughs> Zem's gonna go out looking for the people who supposedly have seen these
3: ghosts. Lon adjusts his posture again before walking outside. Hips rotate forward, shoulders come forward, and adjusts similar to a hunchback and kind of crouches and um, and his voice before stepping outdoors.
2: So, anyways, I think that before um, before you guys left, your dad told you to go and check out uh, Maddie's boarding house. That seems to be where most of the uh, the reports are coming from. In the meantime,
0: Driv was out and about scouring, and uh, he saw something white and kind of you know ghostly shaped okay. moving about. And rounded the corner. He rounds the corner, takes his net, and throws it down over the ghost. It was actually old Lady Alice with her really long white hair that he netted.
2: Ah! Oh! Ah! Ah! Sorry! You! And she actually is going to beat you with her cane. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. you're, you're gonna I'm make... sorry, it's over.
2: You can I knew- take three points of bludgeoning damage and <laughs> you get beat with this cake. Did we get
0: any sort of rest, by the way, in that walk
2: back? No. Not okay, <laughs>
4: even when we ate dinner. We didn't get a rest at that. Alright, so. He's
2: almost knocked unconscious. You no. got three <laughs> points.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's only the seventh time, I'm sorry!
2: Next time, I'll be sure to bring my daggers! Alright! And she, uh. See you next week! She storms out of, out of view, huffing and mumbling under her breath.
0: Alright, he, he then, uh, meanders around some more and ends up meeting back up with his siblings. More by chance
3: than by choice. Okay. Are you done messing around with the older women? Uh,
0: well, I don't, I don't, uh, oh, what do you mean, hit, hit catching old Lady Ellis with my ghost net? I don't know. If it, it's yeah. hear the
3: shriek two blocks away. It, it
2: never happened, okay? Alright, uh, so what are we doing? Let's go talk to Maddie. So, uh, yeah, you head over to uh, this boarding house. It's actually kind of not right near the uh, entrance to town, but fairly close. The clientele that she gets there is sort of a mix of people that kind of are living there longer term. You know, maybe they don't have their own house, but they're there for an extended period of time. And then also kind of the occasional traveler that shows up. So it's not really advertised necessarily as a hotel, but kind of has sort of a dual purpose to it. So uh, at this point, it's getting to be fairly late. Uh, The last rays of the sun are kind of just peeking over the wall of the city as you approach Maddie's Boarding House. Uh, It is a three-story wooden building. Uh, There's a big front porch on there, a couple rocking chairs. Um, I think there's probably two or three people sitting out on the porch, maybe smoking a pipe or just kind of enjoying the, uh, last little bits of daylight. So what are
0: we doing here, gang? Is this
2: where the ghost is? He tightens his grip on his (coughs)
4: ghost-catching net. We're here to talk to people about this so-called ghost, duh. Oh. So, have you guys seen any poltergeist
3: in the area?
2: There's a curse on this house. And, uh, you see one of the, uh, one of the old guys who's sitting out on the porch lifts his head up and addresses you. There's been some strange going-ons here.
3: Certainly not enough to scare you fellas away.
2: I've got nowhere else to go. My family's all dead. (laughs) So I have to stay here with the ghosts. There's one in my room, I reckon. You don't but think? I've got to stay here with the ghost because my is in the door trying to find dead. out which
4: room is his, his. You don't suppose this ghost is just, like, your dead wife or something just haunting you, maybe? Wouldn't that still be a ghost, you young whippersnapper? I didn't say it was a ghost.
3: Drift leans ah, back out the fuck door. Fuck off.
4: Drip leans back go. out the door. a bow out and he's <laughs> an arrow What's your face? room number? Wait, hold on, hold on,
2: hold on. You want to go, bow? old man? You want to go? I got a bow in your fucking face. Let's go, right now. He's actually just going to flip you off. Drip leans back out the
0: door. Ah, oh, I forgot to ask, which room number is yours? 210. All right, and he's uh, up the stairs.
4: Okay. Zem begrudgingly follows him. Next time, old man, next time. You're lucky I'm
2: busy. (laughs) Okay. does
4: anyone else
2: care to
3: comment their room numbers and poltergeists associated?
2: Uh nobody else on the porch really says anything. Uh, The old guy that was up there on the porch, actually, uh, Sam, as you go inside, his finger actually follows you. He just follows you with the finger all the way (laughs)
1: inside. She sticks her hand back out, just
0: like eyes
1: following you in the spooky house, but it's just an old man flipping you off. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Exactly like that, except completely different. Exactly. (laughs) Anyway, so we're inside. Drib is on the second floor. Kicks open the door. Kicks open the door at two ten, huh?
0: Yeah. Wait. Do you need me to? Do you want me to do a check since this is, you know, a 10-to-top yeah. game? Yeah. Do a strength
2: door? check to see if you can actually kick a door in, or if you're just a weak boy. That's thirteen. Yeah, I think you kick this door and it kind of buckles in a little bit, but you actually can't o- get it open.
0: Uh, he then turns the knob and opens the door <laughs> while, while shouting a kicking noise. <laughs> Boom!
2: Uh, it's actually locked. <laughs> he turns Whoa. the knob and yells out. And
3: Driv, if you don't care to mock me anymore, I have just the same. And I whip out
2: my thieves kit. Okay. I would like
3: to try stealth of hand to unlock the door.
2: Okay. You're going to have disadvantage on this because he messed up the lock when he kicked the door. Good. God, the
3: sufferings of those around an idiot.
0: You know, Ron, we could have just asked the guy
2: for the key.
3: I can't get worse than that. That's a critical fail.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, I the door even worse. Yeah, you, uh, I think you actually, you try to pick the lock on this door and you actually, uh, break one of your, uh, tools as you're trying to pick this lock.
3: I fucking knew I should have had the mending spell in my arsenal. Oh, man, guys, I could have
4: gotten, like, super mending, pretty much, and I didn't. Guys, let me show you how it's done, and Zem is going to try and keep the door on herself. That's a nine.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we are the Three Stooges. Yeah, you kick <laughs> the door, and uh, nothing happens. <laughs> Still
0: waiting how are you were you gonna show us how to kick the door in or
4: just out me? Why don't Zem. you shut up before I kick you down the stairs? Why are you breaking my door?
3: Zem, let's
4: just use the- so
3: door. so so, so, so here,
2: well, the old man has actually come inside and he's standing uh just down the hallway from you. You wanna ask
3: Might have- you have a room key? What the fuck do you think you're doing? Might you have a room key? Of course I have a key, I fucking live here! Well, for us to extract the poltergeist we might require some entry. I mean, it's probably
0: a little difficult now that your lockpick got broken in the keyhole. You have these two dunderheads to thank for that, but <laughs> You also kicked the door. Don't
4: act like you didn't
0: do anything with this.
4: He's the one that got lockpick stuck in the keyhole.
2: <laughs> huh? That's true. Okay, so the old man actually shuffles over and uh, looks like he's going to unlock the door, but then seeing that the lockpick is broken off in it, he actually just um, picks his leg up and kicks the door and smashes it open. <laughs> You're welcome! Thank and, you. And
0: then he walks away. is going to do a, a sort of a tumble into the room,
2: pop back up with his ghost knit at the ready. I assume the other two are walking in like normal people. Yeah,
4: Zem's gonna walk in like a normal person.
2: Um, you don't, uh, see really much of anything in here initially. Just, uh, I mean, it's a room with a single bed. There's a, um, like kind of a nightstand with a couple of drawers. Um. Can I do a perception check? Well, gang, looks like a dead end. Yeah, I get it because they're
0: ghost hunting.
2: Go ahead and do a perception check, for sure. Nat 20. Oh, so, yeah, you, uh, you look around and, um, uh, you notice that there's something that's, like, a little bit off about this, uh, nightstand. Actually, the, the bottom drawer seems, uh, slightly off-kilter, like it's kind of not on the track exactly right.
4: Zem uh, messes with it to see what's up.
2: Okay. With a little bit of fiddling, you're able to kind of pull it sort of straight again, and you kind of pull it out. And as you do, you see uh, there's a couple shirts in there, uh, but then underneath, as you dig a little bit deeper, there is some kind of an old book in there. Hey, guys. Is it a ghost? No,
4: it's a book, you scholarly idiot. Don't you recognize one? Anyway. Of course I do. Zem uh, pulls the book out and looks at the title (laughs) of it.
2: Okay, there's actually no title on the uh, cover or anything like that. It's just a blank, uh, leather-bound book. However, as you're pulling it out, suddenly, out of sort of the corner of the room, almost as if they just stepped into the room, a ghost appears. This ghost is the spectral form of a uh, a very tall elf, probably... Uh, about six feet, give or take.
3: Male or female?
2: Uh, he's a male elf, uh, or I should say was. He's got a uh, a top hat on and um, dressed in some, some pretty nice clothes. And he says, well, hello there. Drev R- jumps he- at him with his net to try and catch him in his ghost net. Drib goes right through him. So we're
3: talking full specter, right? Or are we talking just, like, shadowy form? Like Yeah,
2: no, there's a ghost. Like well, a gang, this is
3: unexpected. Full specter meaning, like, we can see all the way down to his shoes, top of the head. Right. Okay. Uh, so,
2: yeah, so Driv takes a dive at him and just goes, like, right through I think you actually hit your head into the wall as you, like, go right through
4: him. Oh, well, gang, this is unexpected. What did you think was going to happen, Driv? It's a ghost. You can't touch ghosts.
0: It's my ghost-catching net, though. I I put spells on it to catch ghosts. I think I used the wrong spell, maybe. To catch ghosts? No, 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 no.
2: I don't believe I can have any of that. Uh, th- this is something of an impasse. And um, he's actually gonna take a uh, an attack at Drift here. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna hit. That's a an eight.
0: No, that won't hit.
2: Okay, so he uh, he kind of swings a spectral hand at you, and uh, you, I think, kind of roll out of the way since you've had superior training in <laughs> ghost fighting.
4: <laughs> you then know, I'm spending every waking hour in his bedroom rolling around pretending he's fighting
2: ghosts, you know.
4: Uh, Zem's going to put the book in her bag and okay. focus her attention
2: on Guy. So as you do that, um, he actually turns to look at you, and as he does, he... um is gonna like let out like a like a ghostly shriek. And as he does his face changes and just this a sort of like horrifying visage. Um and so I actually need all of you to do a uh wisdom saving throw. Ten.
0: Nineteen.
2: Twenty one. Okay. Driv and them, you two are safe, however uh Lon uh, you are frightened
1: gosh,
2: by this terrible ghost that you see, uh, so you are frightened for one minute. You should have taken my ghost
4: hunting class. That's how you prepare yourself for you be realistic about this and not be afraid of the ghost. A minute ago, you didn't even believe in ghosts. Doesn't matter. Having experience, facing dangerous creatures, kind of builds up an immunity to fear. Anyway, and she turns to the ghost and says, who are you, and what are you doing here? Why are you still on this plane of existence?
2: You should be dead and gone already. Um, he's, uh, he's actually not gonna answer. He's gonna try and attack you as well. Well then. This ghost is not a great fighter. That's a critical miss. <laughs> 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 so he takes another swing at you, and I think you barely even have to move. You kind of just, like, slowly uh, step out of the way as his hand swings past you. Well, I can tell you were not a fighter when you were alive. He, like, looks at you, and he bares his teeth, and then he uh, disappears. And then from the next room over, you hear a... Zem <laughs> runs after the ghost.
4: Okay. How? We're going to run out into the hall and go to
2: their door and try to get inside. Okay. Their door is locked.
4: Then going to try and break the door down. Okay. How's a 14?
2: Uh, you, uh, you put your shoulder into the door and you get a nice little splintering around the lock, but you do not open the door. Ah, someone help me with this thing. We need to get that ghost.
3: Yeah. Breaking down the door is not my... Well, then pick the lock. You kind of dislodged it. Well, you're quite useless, aren't you? It didn't stop you before. Hey, Driv, how about you use your head this time? (sighs) This is
4: why I left to begin with. Alright, Driv
0: is going to uh, uh, attempt to get the door open through the same way means of, you know, just running into it or whatever, kicking it down. That's going to be a 10. So, no,
2: okay, yeah, you uh, you smash your shoulder into this door and it splinters a little bit more, but it does not open up And from inside the room, you hear you're not very effective in this, are you?
3: Ah, she's probably not even still in that room, so I whip out my lock picks.
2: Okay, uh, you're gonna have disadvantage again because these guys messed up the lock.
3: And that's a seventeen. <sighs>
2: Uh, even though this lock is somewhat damaged, you're able to pop it open, and the doors. I don't out. even know why you two tag along to break locks. Okay, so you are you all entering the room then? Oh yeah. As you do, there is a uh, a woman who is uh, sitting uh, in her in her bed, and she's sitting straight up. She's got the covers kind of like held clenched up to her chest, and she goes, "There was a chicken ghosty." He, he went that way. Wait, Don't worry, she, ma'am. We've got it all under control. <laughs> and she points, uh, like, at the wall going towards the next room over.
0: The next one in the same direction as he had been going? Correct. To? Okay. God.
3: See? I told you he went the next room over.
0: No time for that! And, uh, Make Driv- sure you kick it real hard. Driv is going to go to the next room and try the door, not like kicking it, but like you know, try just try and see if it just is unlocked and can okay. open. Is it locked?
4: Uh, yes, it is locked. All so right, he's I- gonna to go to the next door over from that door and try to go in
2: there. Okay, that one is also locked.
0: All right, at this time, Driv is going to pull out his wand and conjure a minor elemental. Okay. Uh, I can either summon one elemental of challenge rating two or lower, two elementals. I'm gonna do that one. The one elemental of challenge rating two or lower. I'm gonna conjure an air elemental. Oh,
4: that's a good idea. Because
0: realistically I don't have access to any of the other things. There's not you a said camp- two or
4: lower, right? There's
0: not a campfire or ground right there. We're on the second floor. But yes, yeah, so it's a a challenge rating of two or lower. And I'm going to say to them all right friend, I need you to open this door up for me and have the air elemental get the door open.
2: Okay. So the uh, the air elemental really taking the form of kind of looking like a tornado, a small tornado with arms and a vague head shape nods at your command and then turns and slams itself not once but twice into the door in front of you, uh, which, uh, underneath the effort of this assault, actually pops open. Follow me! We're gonna
0: catch this ghost! And he and the air elemental are gonna enter the room.
2: Okay. So, uh, you've just smashed into the door. What are the other two doing? Are you guys just out in the hallway still?
4: Trying to get in the room next
2: door. You're, okay, yeah, that's right, because you're trying to get into the room right next to where you saw the ghost, and he kind of jumped up the door. Uh, what is Lon doing?
3: He's heading down to the third room. Okay. He's just going to try to pick
2: the lock. Okay, so... Unless
3: it's unlocked.
2: It is not. Okay. So while y'all are doing all of that, um, let's uh, dread. Let's have you do a how uh, about an investigation check to see if, what you see in this room here. All right, that is a an eleven. Yeah, you look around. Uh, this room seems abandoned, but you don't really see any sort of presence of ghosts in here. Oh, gee, come
0: on, let's go. And he uh, leaves the room with the elemental trailing behind him.
4: Okay. Well, I'm going to try and open my door. I guess okay. I'm going to try and bust it open He's again. kick
2: it open again? I can try. Okay.
4: With a 19.
2: Okay, yeah, with a 19, you are able to kick this door, and uh, it uh, splinters a little bit and flies open. Exactly. Rushes in. Uh, as you come rushing in, you see the ghost, but before you really have a chance to react... Uh, the ghost rushes directly at you, and, uh, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Seven. So, as the ghost rushes towards you, he, uh, disappears, but as he does so, you suddenly feel a strange, uh, sort of presence come over you, And you are possessed by the ghost. Oh, fuck's sake. So you lose control of your body. The ghost now controls the body, but doesn't deprive the target of awareness. The ghost can't be targeted by any attack, spell, or other effect, except the ones that turn undead, and it retains its alignment, intelligence, wisdom, charisma, and immunity to being charmed and frightened. It otherwise uses the possessed target's statistics, but doesn't gain access to the target's knowledge, class features, or proficiencies. Uh, the possession lasts until the body drops until zero hit points, the ghost ends it as a bonus action, or the ghost is turned or forced out by an effect like the Dispel Evil and Ghost spells. So I can't do shit, I can't even talk, can I? So you have kind of smashed it, and you've come into this room, and you've done so, you look around, you're possessed by this ghost, and then you, uh, against your will, are turned around, and you walk back out into the hallway.
3: Lawn continues to pick his lock.
2: Okay, Zem is actually going to walk up behind Lawn against her will and uh, is going to make an attack against Lawn uh, as he is trying to pick this lock. With well, swords, I'm assuming. With your swords.
4: That's a twelve against AC. Not going to hit. The oh, yeah, eighteen against AC. That'll hit.
2: Also, don't get attack twice.
4: You did the first one. I do one have, I have
2: an extra attack. Are you making me do an extra attack? I mean, that is, yeah, I mean, that is part of your attack. I'm, I'm sorry, that, by the way, that was
4: uh, 7 damage that I just did, so I guess I'm doing 2 more swings at you. I, I can't, can't help myself! Uh, that's a 20, not natural. Yeah, it'll And. That'll hit. That's a 27.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> 11 more damage.
2: Okay, so suddenly, uh, Zen comes up behind Lawn and just, like, slashes across his back with her swords, uh, leaving three deep cuts in his back.
3: I'm gonna cast Darkness on myself.
2: Okay, what does Darkness do?
3: A magical darkness spreads from a point you choose within range to fill a 15-foot radius sphere for the duration. Darkness spreads around corners... Creature with dark vision can't see through it, and non-magical light cannot illuminate it. If the point you choose is an object you are holding, or one that isn't being worn or carried, the darkness emanates from the object and moves with it, completely covering the source of darkness with an opaque object, such as a bowl or a helm, and blocks the darkness. If any of this spell's area overlaps with an area of light created by a spell of second, level, or lower, the spell that created light is dispelled. Okay. And then do a a stealth check. 23.
2: Okay. So we'll say, specifically, you actually targeted this spell onto the front of your armor. Yeah. Right onto your chest. And then, uh, you disappear. You use your stealth to get out. Because this darkness is still around, you are somewhere in the area, but nobody can really tell where. Okay. Driv is gonna
0: whisper to the elemental, Now listen here, friend, I need you to go contain my sister over there. Kind of, like, keep her, like, within the... It's
2: its body, I guess, since it's sort of a tornado shape. Okay.
0: Keep her confined in there.
2: So the Arama elemental is then going to try and attack uh, them. Well, I, not necessarily attack. He just wants like to keep her contained
0: in there, like keep the the high like the the wind to keep her from being able to exit inside of it. Okay, so he's just like, going to kind of basically cage her in itself.
2: Okay, as this elemental kind of. Whips around, uh, Zem. Zem, i need you to take a, uh, a, uh, do a strength saving throw. Yeah, that's a 23. Okay, so, um, then RJ, for your elemental here, I mm-hmm. need you to roll damage, 1d8 plus 2. Three. Uh, so, Zem takes three points of damage as this elemental attempts to contain her. Uh, but then she is flung away. Ah, oh, gee, that didn't really work like I wanted it to. But not very far. I mean, this this elemental only pushes her just a little bit. Just enough so that uh, she is not stuck inside him anymore. And, uh, yeah, I think Zem is actually going to make an attack on this el- air elemental now. I feel like this is just like Zem blank face just reacting, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. She's like no expression at all, just swinging her swords. Okay, first one
4: is 14 against AC. That one does not hit. 13 against AC.
2: Nope.
4: So That's better. That's a 21 against AC. That one AC. hits. And uh, another 21.
2: That one also hits.
4: Uh, ten piercing damage.
2: This, uh, this ghost inside of you kind of instructs you to swing your swords again, and you blast through, kind of doing some damage to this elemental, and he, uh, he takes a good smack here as you rake your swords through him.
4: She's such a badass, she can hurt the wind. (laughs) (laughs) And Lon
3: lawn is gonna go back to picking this lock.
2: Okay. Critical fail. Uh, yeah, he actually, uh, he breaks another one of his tools... As he's trying to break, get this uh, lock open.
3: He's also broken character.
2: Damn! Uh, yeah, so that does not work at all. Drib, yeah. what are you doing here?
0: He's going to instruct the air elemental to attack, and then he's going to uh, take out his light crossbow and attack.
2: What Go ahead that? and
0: um, make an attack then. For the light crossbow? Yep. Okay. That's an 11.
2: Uh, no. The possessed Zem is actually going to charge forward and uh, try to make an attack on DRIV. That's ten. That will not hit.
4: That's thirteen. That will hit. That'll hit. Yep, that's a... And that's ten. Two of them will hit. And neither one of them gets the bonus. You take eight damage.
2: Okay, Okay, so a couple of quick sword swings from Zem, and, uh, Drift takes eight points of damage. Lon, what are you doing over there with the, uh, the lock? Lon sighs and just says,
3: Well, this isn't the hardest thing I've had to do today. And he draws his rapier and slowly strides in stealth towards his sister.
2: Okay. Ten. Nope. No, I'm actually gonna give you an advantage though, because as you I think as you get closer you actually kinda bring the darkness with you. Okay.
3: That's an eighteen.
4: Yep, I'll do
3: it. And then the short sword twenty three. Twenty three. That is sixteen points of damage.
2: Alright. Okay. So Zem takes sixteen points of damage as uh lawn, sneaks up behind her in the darkness, and, uh, does some pretty serious She's slashing. She started to not look so good. Driv, what are you trying to do here? He swaps for
0: his scimitar, and is going to attempt to attack with that. Okay. That's an 11. That's probably not gonna hit. No, yeah, gonna okay. Whiffs again.
2: So, yeah, so following up your whiff, almost as if the, uh, the wind of your whiff brought the elemental down. Uh, this elemental is going to try to make a uh, an attack against Zem. Uh, Alright. Uh, slamming into her. 17? Yep, that'll do it. And then there's the second attack, which is 21. Yep, yeah, that'll do it. Both That's attacks like are going to hit here. So that's going to be a total of 17 points of damage as this air elemental just slams uh, kind of two sort of wispy air fists into you. And uh, I think that actually them gets blasted into the wall by the force of this attack. Um, so she is actually going to kind of recover from that and uh, go back after the air elemental that uh, just took a swing at her. All right. 13? Uh, that will not hit. 24? That hits. 26. Yep. 18? Yep. Alright. Uh, 11. 11 points of damage, Cassie. Okay, so you, uh, you slice through this, uh, air elemental again, and, uh, you do a, a fair amount of damage as you. Chunk through this sort of living cloud. Yeah, so, uh, next up, um, is gonna be, uh, Lon, who's got, uh, another opening here.
3: Yeah, he's gonna make another attack of, I guess it would be attack of opportunity. He's still enveloped in blackness. Yeah. It's, uh, 14. It's, uh, 20.
4: Yeah, I'll do Okay, so the cycle one hits. And since that
3: was a stealth attack, uh, we're talking eight more points of damage.
4: She is really not looking good. All right, Driv is up here.
0: Driv is going to instruct the air elemental to keep attacking when it can, and then he's going to attempt to then attack again with his scimitar. Uh that's 20 versus AC.
4: Uh, yeah, I would think that would do it. Okay. So
2: You think or you know, you do have the hard numbers in front of you. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: so that is...
0: That's four damage. Four slashing damage.
4: She's on her last legs here.
2: Okay, let's knock her off on them. Uh, Zem is going to be up next, and she's actually going to try to uh, hack through the dark here and uh, make an attack at lawn. The way, the way we're going to do it, since you have so many attacks, you have disadvantage until one of your attacks lands. So we'll say as you're slashing through, trying to find where he is. Okay. So we'll roll this first attack with disadvantage.
3: Um, that
4: was 11. Not hit. Okay, so then roll the second attack. 12.
3: Doesn't hit. 13. Doesn't hit.
4: And a critical fail.
2: Okay, so Zem kind of slashes blindly through this... Dark spot trying to get a bead on Lawn, and he sort of just evades these slashes. He's, I mean, it's dark and he's too fast for him to um. remember. <laughs> uh, so the air elemental is actually going to uh, pursue them into sort of this cloud of darkness, and it's going to try and make another attack onto her. So a 20 on the first one. Yeah. And 21 on the second
4: one. Yeah,
2: that'll be. Okay, so it's going to be 13 points of damage as this air elemental slams into Zem yet again.
4: Zem does not get back up from this slam.
2: Okay, okay Zem uh, down. hits the ground. As she does so, this ghost leaves her body and floats uh, up into the air directly above where... Sam is, says. Well, that was quite a bit of good fighting there, boys. Um, Cruz? All right,
3: sounds good enough. The darkness leans over <laughs> 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 to Driven whispers, We wouldn't mind getting our sister up off the floor, would you? Yeah, no, don't don't worry about that. I'm working on it. She's dying as no. we draw breath.
0: No, yeah, I, don't worry. I got this. She might threaten to kill me every other weekend, but I, I'll, I'll take care of her, don't worry. No, yeah, the truth sounds good, friend.
2: Okay, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll just go, and, uh, you, you all can do as you will, uh... Oh, wait,
0: just just a quick question before you go, though. What, what are you even doing here? Like, how did you, how did you get here? How... I like I, like we're we're just seriously curious. I we've never really seen a ghost before.
2: Uh, I was
0: summoned. Summoned? By by who? By whom?
3: By whom?
2: Well it was uh Well I don't rightly really know, but it was someone very powerful, I can tell you that. Oh for sure.
0: Well, thank you for that information. It was it was indeed a great battle.
2: But you, yeah, you're free to go if you'd like. Uh, uh, well, uh, oh, okay, bye. Uh, and he, uh, he actually floats through the floor and then leaves, you don't see him anymore. <laughs> Zem,
0: Have a nice nap. Zem, did you see that neat trick where he, oh, that's right. And, uh, he's going to cast Mass Cure Wounds on the party. A wave of healing energy washes out from a point of your choice within range. Choose up to six creatures in a 30-foot radius sphere centered on that point. Each target regains hit points equal to 3d8, plus your spellcasting ability modifier. The spell has no effect on Undead or Construct. Is the
4: elemental a Construct?
0: Or not? It's not an Undead. It's
4: not an Undead.
0: Oh, wait, it doesn't matter. It just stop looking, because once I cast this, I've lost concentration on it anyway. Okay. Thank you for your great service, friend, but I got more important business to attend to. I'll, I'll see you later. And then he's going to cast <laughs> Master words as it kind of whivels away or whatever fuck. Alright, so here we go. 3dA plus dog casting build. Alright, uh, both of my siblings are healed for 17 points of health. Ah, uh,
4: uh, ah, my body hurts a lot. Oh, that hurt! Did you see the uh, ghost go through the floor? No, I, I missed that part. Oh man, you guys did I mean, number on me. Oh, I mean, that we, hurt.
0: That, we we had a great time there, gang.
4: Maybe you did. I had to watch all that, and feel it, and there was nothing I could do to stop it. Oh man, that hurt. I mean, you're a seasoned oh. warrior, though. You you you
0: know it'll, it'll take time to heal. you will be up, up in a day or two.
4: You know, you know. Uh, Driv, there's this wonderful thing called magic. Yeah,
1: there is. Salutations again, dear listeners. That's all we have time for this tour. Be sure to visit again to hear the conclusion to this haunted tale. We hope you've had a frightfully good time.